Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. Hey, blue Kool-Aid drinkers. We are back. It's August 12th, and we have a lot going on. The Lions' first preseason game in the books. <laughs> Not what we were expecting and probably what we hoped for, but it is the first preseason game, and we want to warn you, do not panic. Do not panic. This, uh, I mean, if you're a Detroit Lions fan, you should almost root for them to lose after being 4-0 and then going 0-16. <laughs> um, but on this podcast, we discuss our initial reactions to the Lions' first preseason game. Then we have a new game, Stock Up, Stock Down, um, where we discuss maybe Ty Johnson, is his stock up? Kenny Wiggins? Is this stock down? And apologize. Uh, I might have called him Andrew Wiggins a couple times in this podcast. <laughs> Too many Wiggins uh, going on. Not even the same guy. Um, then we discuss Stafford getting some rest. A week of rest? Um, our reaction to that. Snacks Harrison still has yet to practice. And then the new helmet rule in the NFL. Um, that's been causing some controversy with the likes of Tom Brady and Antonio Brown. So a lot going on. The Lions... Season is less than a month away. I mean, football is ramping up at high, high gear. College football is 11 days away. Just a lot of stuff going on. We hope you like what you hear. Please share this podcast. Um, Please leave a review. We are on social media now, and we'll mention that at the top of the podcast as well. But it's on Instagram, at DrinkingTheBlueKool-Aid, and on Twitter, at DTBK underscore LionsPod. That's Twitter at DTBK underscore Lions Pod. We hope you enjoy the podcast. Go Lions. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, a Detroit Lions podcast where lifelong Lions fans, UJ, Rug Dog, Bob, Connor, and I'm your host, Big Z. To talk about your favorite team, the Detroit Lions, where victory isn't just talked about, it's earned. One pride. Let's get this podcast rolling. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. The Lions' first preseason game is in the books. It's August 12th. The Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we're back from Lithuania. We got Rud Dog, UJ, and Bob. Hey. Yo. And I'm your host, Big Z, and we are back. We, uh, as we mentioned before, we were off for a little bit here. We traveled to the great distant lands of Lithuania. Oh, yeah. Land of the free. And, and we have some also exciting news I want to mention at the top of this podcast. And if you want to see a part of our trip of Lithuania, go on our new Instagram account at drinking the blue Kool-Aid. Uh, it's, it's very straightforward. Uh, Go on there, follow us. We're going to start posting on there, and you can follow. We sang the, the Lions fight song on the Lithuania-Russia border. I, was, I thought that was pretty cool, guys. Yeah, that was cool. It was a good time. And the Russians were watching those, us, I'm sure. Yeah, we showed those commies. <laughs> <laughs> you know the FSB's making notes. They saw us. They're like, those guys got talent. We need to recruit them. It yeah. was cool bringing uh, the Lions pride to uh, to where our an- our ancestors were from. I it, thought that was really cool. It was, especially the ovation we got yeah. afterwards. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a bunch of tourists uh, gave us an ovation. And they don't even know what we were saying, but <laughs> it was great. I think they just got a little bluer that day. They were like, I think maybe we've had enough of this yeah, team. So- Check it out on Instagram and follow our Instagram account. Yes, and we also have a Twitter account as well. It's uh, DTKB, drinking the blue Kool-Aid, underscore Lions Pod. So those are our two social media accounts. We're going to we're gonna try to be more interactive with you. If you have a comment uh, for the podcast or a question you want us to cover, please go on there. Uh, we'll try to answer you live, and then we'll also try to answer it on this podcast as well. Also, we'll try to start putting some content on there, try to get you guys entertained. 
Yeah. But let's let's dig into it right now. Um, the Lions' first preseason game. Um, <laughs> Wait, what not, one? Not what? a very newsworthy uh, <laughs> uh, venture for our, our boys in blue. The Lions hosted the Patriots, and it was 31-3 to was the final. Um, not, not the Lions. <laughs> um, it, this was a rough one, folks. This was a really, really rough one. Uh, we're, I'm, I'm trying to find the positives. Do you guys just have any overall positives or first like initial reactions? It's preseason. That's positive. Yeah. I mean, no, nobody. We didn't risk our quarterback. Yeah, Stafford didn't play. I mean, almost n- although God. a lot of our offensive line started the game, but beyond yeah, that, they, they played about a series. Yeah, I mean, exactly. My initial reaction, you know. like, if, like legit, is is Kenny Wiggins is looked like a turd. He he just looked terrible. Yeah, and we'll we'll get to that in a moment. So I I want to just play a little game here uh, to talk about the preseason since there's not much to talk about, but we I still want to highlight a few guys. So we're gonna do stock up and stock down. I have four players on each side of the coin. So first up, we're gonna do stock up. <laughs> and my first guy and the clear and obvious winner, I think, from this preseason game for the Detroit Lions is Ty Johnson. He looked awesome in this game. Speed, baby. He looked great. Did you guys? Did you guys um, like what you see out of Ty Johnson in this game? Oh yes, for sure. The speed. I mean that speed element. We haven't had that since uh, Javid Best. Uh, I think it's going to be a nice wrinkle to our offense, and uh, it's going to give some teams fits. So yeah, definitely stock up. And yeah, I think he definitely makes the team. Yeah, I'd, I'd be so far so good. I'd be shocked if he didn't make the team. He had three carries for 22 yards. Um, that's 7.3 a carry, and that didn't didn't include a 13-yard carry that got wiped out um, by a holding call as well. So, I mean, Ty Johnson looking really good to make the roster and be a good contributor on this team as well. I mean, yeah. uh, not to get into the stock down, because I don't know if I'd exactly put him in the stock down anyway, but it, especially when you juxtapose him with C.J. Anderson – and how he looked, <laughs> like he looked, he looked like Garrett Blunt 2.0, the Lions version. That is, <laughs> couldn't get to the line of scrimmage fast enough to really gain yards. Yeah, CJ Anderson He's had saving two... his legs for yeah. the opener. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, that's, that's right. Hits, uh, are you on his? Are you his uh, agent, Bob? Because <laughs> I'm sure that's what he's <laughs> <Yeah>. saying. <laughs> hey, I do. I do want to say something real quick here. Let's. Not overread too much into this first preseason game, <laughs> but uh, exactly. I just so what, everything's with a grain of salt. When you say C.J. Johnson looks like Gary Blunt 2.0, I mean, come on, first preseason game. Who's C.J. Johnson? Third string up and who did I say? <laughs> <laughs> you still got some jet lag. You know what I there. mean? You got some jet lag. You know what I mean? <laughs> Gosh darn it! Yeah. <laughs> C.J. Anderson, two uh, two carries for two yards in this game, for what it's worth. Uh, th- I mean, the reason you don't play Stafford in this game, the Lions got sacked nine times. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was brutal. It was bad. It was really, really bad. David, um, but another standout in this game, and a guy, um, well, unfortunately, one big thing to take away from this game was Jermaine Curse breaking his uh, Ooh, leg. That was nasty. Yeah, man. And he was, was he's definitely was the the front runner to make the roster, just being a veteran and being in the Darren Bevel system before, uh, and even make, and starting to show up a little more in training camp and things of that nature. But on the first drive, literally, he breaks his leg, tough blow. But now that's opening the gate for new players, and I think a guy that's um, starting to, uh, I guess, take the forefront of it, if you will, or at least pull out in front a little bit is Chris Lacey. I think. He made a really nice catch in this game. David Fells is awful. Like I, I don't even know why David Fells is on an NFL roster. He looks terrible, uh, and we'll get, we'll get to that uh, a moment. But yeah. Brandon, Brandon Powell made a nice play there. I mean, I, I mean, yeah, he had a nice catch, thirty-five yards. Got us a first down in the first drive. Kept yeah. it extended. You know, I mean, I'm not gonna like you said. You can't read too much, but you gotta give him a little uptick for that. At least that's a good. Little cap or feather in the cap. Yeah, that's true. Uh, unfortunately for Andy Jones, there was a really nice um, pass, and this this is another guy has stock up. Uh, Tom Savage as well. I think he, 
the only thing that he doesn't have going for him is his brain injury history. Uh, it looks like he suffered another concussion in this one, but he made a really nice pass to Andy Jones on the third down um, on the first, or maybe it's the second, the second drive of the game uh, that got wiped out also by a penalty. Uh, Hard to give him a stock up, though, when you're yeah. bringing in the other quarterbacks because he just got knocked out with a concussion. I mean, yeah, but uh, just as far as the backup quarterback battle goes, we just signed Josh Johnson. Yeah. He seems like a training camp body. I would expect Tom Savage to be there on the roster. Uh, if there was any doubt about it between him and David Fales, I think it was settled <laughs> in this game. Yeah, I agree with you. Savage has, a, has quite an arm, too. I mean, there are a couple throws that look kind of like Stafford-esque out there. You yeah, know? and on that third down one I described, I mean, he really threaded the needle. And he has a he. you can oh, see yeah. why he started uh, for the Texans for a little bit. I mean, the, the guy does have good arm strength. He just can't run. Yeah, he's got some talent. Well, we don't need <laughs> a running statue. quarterback. I know. He's just a statue. Though, I mean, that is one thing, like, adding Josh Johnson. I mean, I know he's not necessarily a running quarterback, but he has a little more ability in that department. Uh, but at the same time, I, I agree. Savage looks solid. As solid as you could behind that line, anyway. <laughs> and, uh, you know, if he can get healthy from this concussion, I think his odds are pretty good. Well, so, let's yeah. when, when, the he- when the headlines are written, when the cuts are made, it's going to say fails, fails. That's it. There you go. Put it in the books. <laughs> it, you heard it here first. I, I don't think uh, I don't think Curse was as big of a loss as you do, Z. I, didn't, I wasn't sure if he was going to make the team. I, I know you think his stock was up, but. It's a big loss to him. Uh, That's but I, Yeah, I agree. Bob. Big loss for him personally, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, I hate to see a guy hurt, but I don't, I don't know that he was. He was no really lock. Adding that much. Well, Bob, I disagree with you. I would have been shocked if he I didn't think, make the roster. I think he was a front runner to make the. He had a good chance. Four receiver. His experience, well, especially with Lacey definitely. Stepping up and like you say, Brandon Powell looks good. I, I think we'll be better off uh, without Curtis. No, no, we'll definitely be younger and maybe better off in the long run. And just, Lacey does look good. We just uh, don't need any more curses, okay? On this team, we. Oh. 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 <laughs> 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 what do they say? Puns are the highest form of humor, right? So there's yeah. one more guy I want to talk about as stock up. Um, and that is a guy that just got a two-year extension from the Detroit Lions, Joe Dahl. He, he was oh. actually the best-looking offensive lineman possibly in this game. He had a, uh, I th- And he is, in the last few days of practice, also taken all the first-team reps at left guard. And I don't think any of us had Joe Dahl at left guard in our predictions. Uh, no. The go, no. you know, our way too early predictions for the the regular yeah. season roster. Well, I'm taking back my Bo Bunchwego <laughs> prediction, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and I was reading Kyle Mikey today from M Live. He actually predicts Dahl to win the win the starting spot at the left guard. Wiggins so. certainly didn't make it. it made no. it easy. No, I mean he. Wiggins is not helping his own cause, unfortunately. But, uh, and and uh, um, Joe uh, Joe Dahl, I mean, getting this two-year extension and then getting the first-team reps, that definitely all points, all signs pointing to Joe Dahl being the left guard. I mean, he's done, it sounds like he's done all the right things on his own time this year, losing fat, putting on muscle, you know, building his body up, ready to go. It's, I think he's got a good chance. All right, so yeah. I, I want to move on to one more, the but, other half of the, what, what was that, UJ? No, you, you, you're missing somebody here. Harmon Killebrew. What about Miles Killebrew? <laughs> Carmen uh, Killebrew? Oh, yeah. Is that related to him too? <laughs> Carmen San Diego or something? What's going on here? <laughs> he had a great game. Uh, Killebrew's looking good right now, and I think he's he's definitely assured himself a spot on this team, and he might even see significant playing time. So, yeah, I he think he solid. was for, forgotten in your little stock up there, Big Z. Hey, I mean, I I I only needed to pick uh, th- three people, so I needed a you know I couldn't whittle it down. Uh, it was it was hard to narrow it down from all those great performances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, touche, touche. But yes, uh, Miles Kilbrew definitely performed relatively well in this game. I would say I, I got a talk sideways or a stock sideways. I thought uh, uh, not really up or down, but I liked what I saw out of Tavai taking on some blocks, dis- discarding some linemen. 
uh, you know, in the box. I not, I don't give him a stock up because uh, you know I'm he's a second round draft pick and he's performing at a decent level. It wasn't like anything outstanding, but he looks solid out there. That's not part of the game, Red Dog. I made up my own game. <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right, Z, go ahead. <laughs> well, now we're gonna get the stock down. And down. my first, my first down. Everybody. Down, down. <laughs> my first down guy is Jamal Agnew. I thought he was really, really bad in this game. He gave up a bunch of uh, receptions, especially to Nikhil Harry, the rookie wide receiver. Uh, he, he, and and if you add into his fact in the fact that uh, he has been performing, I think, relatively poorly on defense in the preseason uh, training camp as well. I, I I think it would be more exciting to actually see him go on the offensive side of the ball permanently. I just yeah. I don't see him offering a lot on defense. I mean, it's unfortunate because last year before he got hurt, he was looking solid on defense as the nickelback. But I mean, the great thing about him is, let's be honest, we were, his defense is not his top priority. He should be back there returning. And I I like your like you said, Big Z. I agree. Returning or uh, offense, he offers such a different dimension. Him, can you imagine him and Ty Johnson out there at the same time? Just running different kinds of routes with their speed? That could really stretch oh, yeah, some absolutely. defenses. How about Bob, Rod Dog, or UJ? What, are you guys for Agnew being on the offensive side of the ball permanently? This is my wild idea I want to throw out there if uh, Matt Patricia, when he listens to our podcast like he does every week. I think that's an interesting theory, but uh, I would say no at this point. I know, I know he's having a rough camp, and, and he's not up to where he should have been or the, the potential he was showing last year, but I think we just got to stick with him for a while, give him a chance to start yeah, I'm, I'm, kind of with, I'm kind of with you. I think I, I'd like to see him more on offense, but but I, I think he's still useful defensively because you, you always need more guys back there, and he's True. got experience. Yeah. I could just see him in, like, this Tyree Kill type of role way, where you throw him all over the field. I mean, yeah, I, I, if, I don't mind him doing the using him on defense for a while anyway, and see if he ever pans out. But at the same time, I don't want him to. I want to see his role on the offense expand. I, I would just love to see him in like, like uh, I was saying, the Tyreek Hill type role where he's in the backfield, he's outside, just running deep. Uh, he has that type of speed. Ah, so frustrating. And open field agility. Used. Yeah, I just, I just want to yeah. see it used more. Ah. I don't know. Just because he played defensive back in college doesn't mean he can't switch in the NFL. I mean, he was a kick returner. It's the, practically the same thing as once you get the ball in your hands. Yes. Hey, Z, you sound frustrated, buddy. <laughs> like, uh, you need to take a chill pill or something. You, no. You're, you're sighing a lot and you're breathing heavily. I don't know. A lot of Kool-Aid. <laughs> See, you're letting that, that first preseason game get to you, which you can't. Yeah, I mean, this Agnew thing's just been bothering me for a long time. It's not just the first preseason type thing. I just don't understand why they don't want to see utilize him more in the offense. Yeah, I would have liked to seen that more. I mean, obviously last year he was injured though, so we didn't get to see if they would have done that more. So I mean, you're giving Jim Bob Cooter too much credit. Never accuse me of that again, Big Yes, God. Never accuse me that again. Um, so my next time down guy is Andrew Wiggins, down. as Rug Dog was mentioning. Just an awful, awful game. I mean, constantly getting pushed back in the in the pocket, not doing much in the run game at all. It was it was pretty brutal all the way around. I think he lost his starting job in this game. I think it was that bad of a performance. Yes, I mean he. Uh, is it who's that big big boy, the big Hawaiian or Samoan or whatever? Is it Pico? No, that's a different one. Whatever, their big boy made him look foolish. Like, I mean, if you're going against a nose tackle, it's one thing if you get, like, collapsed into the pocket, but it's another thing if you get just manhandled and tossed aside, and that's <laughs> – you can't do that. Like, when you're against a nose tackle, he can't just outright beat you to the freaking quarterback. That's unacceptable. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't that a good showing for Mr. Wiggins. And then he holds him another yeah. play. It's like – Trash. I, mean, I think the name you're looking for is Obi Melifanwu. Of course, that's the name <laughs> I was looking for. Why else? That's the Patriots defensive tackle. Yeah. Um, no, was it? Was it? I don't know. I thought it was a different guy. Um, my last stock down guy. I mean, 
just uh, wanted to point out, I mean, there's a lot of DBs that are probably not going to make the roster like Mike Ford that perform poorly. But uh, David fails. If there's any chance of him trying to uh, become the backup quarterback, it, it died in this game. Just watching him throw the football was painful. I mean, it looked like a shot. It looked like a Philip Rivers should throw the ball, but like a, a poor version of Philip Rivers. Because you know, you know how like Philip Rivers shot puts the ball, and it and it still goes really far somehow. This is yeah, David. This know. is the anti. Uh, this is what Philip Rivers should look like. It, I I just don't understand it. I don't I don't understand that this guy's ma- made it on NFL rosters for this long. Yeah, camp fodder. You need some of the, You need some arms out there. You know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Very true. Now we got Josh Johnson coming in. Right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. My brother-in-law. It's the thir- yeah thirteenth uh, team that Josh Johnson has played for in his NFL career. It's pretty wild. Thirteen. That's got to be like a record. Or close to it. That's incredible. I don't know if you guys remember uh, Kenny Lofton uh, um, the, from the major leagues. Uh, Josh Johnson's kind of like the Kenny Lofton of the NFL. I think Kenny Lofton played for 12 MLB teams. Uh, so. But Kenny Lofton was a really good player. So. Yeah, he was a good player. <laughs> yeah. I, I just I remember there was a UH, the, what is it? What's that yellow and red uh, delivery service? DHL? DHL. The DHL, DHL, yeah. There was a commercial Express. where Kenny Lofton was constantly getting traded and going to different cities. And the, <laughs> um, Josh Johnson has now become that. Uh, but, yes, as you said, maybe not as good of a player. Let's look that up, though. 13 teams. That's incredible. He's that kind of guy that offers you a little slightly different dimension, though. I mean, I think that's part of why he always sticks around. He's not just a cookie-cutter pocket passer. So, um, Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, do you have any last uh, comments about this game? Because I have one more, but I want to see what your last thoughts are. My my first and last thought is that just don't read too much into this. It's a it's a glorified practice. And uh, it was just a way for Patricia and the coaches to get a look at some of these players, see what they can do. It's very, You know, the play calling's vanilla. Everything's vanilla. It's just... Just don't yeah. read too much into this stuff. Really, you just can't. It's you just can't. So don't get too down about this. I know thirty-one to three looks bad and all, but it's meaningless in in the long run. This is all big practice. So so chill out, Lions yeah. fans. It's okay. We're okay. Yeah. And al- along that vein, um, uh, I saw a lot of comments. You know, because you know, in Lion territory, people panic really early because <laughs> yeah. The shoe dropping on us. So people are like, oh, my God, we know Belichick, the genius out-coached Patricia. But, but Patricia out-coached him in the regular season. We won the regular season game against the Patriots. And it counts more than the preseason. So. Yeah, and speaking of Patricia, I just really I wanted to bring up the fact uh, if you guys saw him in, like, his high chair on the sideline there, <laughs> he wasn't allowed to have his oh, ATV, yeah. so they had to put him, like, on this high chair uh, on the sideline to them if he was going to be allowed on the sideline instead of gotta love it. plus there's this quote from patricia where, where he said there's something i know something you do not know i'm using my left hand and i'm actually right-handed mm-hmm. i mean oh, i've kind of butchered it. it was paraphrased but you get the point i mean come on it was like there's no scheming there's it what game what game it was it, it was pointless we'll go on to the next one in my okay. yeah, and in my I, half-assed I'm, I'm really internet. confused by that last comment. But yeah, <laughs> we are all dumber for having <laughs> <laughs> a simple no would have sufficed. <laughs> uh, and you, Jay, in my half-assed internet uh, research here, uh, it seems like Josh Johnson has played for the most t- teams in NFL history for one Woo! player. Uh, a record. We got a record holder in our team. A, a quick search on Google brings me to a guy named uh, J.T. Sullivan, but he only played for ten teams, so I, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> so, <laughs> so initial reaction is that yes, it is an NFL record, but uh, to be ter- to right. be- <laughs> NFL stack keepers need to pick up yes. their game. So I want to go to another a bigger story. I want to get your guys' reaction to this because I am. I don't know. I don't know about this one from Patricia. And that is Matt Stafford has set out like the last week 
of practice, including mm-hmm. the, if you include the preseason game and everything. Um, like he he's he's perfectly healthy. He's just sitting on the sideline doing nothing. He's probably watching film, giving pointers. Uh, what do you think of that? This is a new offense uh, under Daryl Bevel. Bevel. Don't you think he needs reps? Yeah, actually, see this one. The last couple of days, I've been thinking about this one a lot, and I I haven't really come to a conclusion in my mind yet. But I I this I think this was all planned. At least according to Patricia, it was planned. Oh, I don't doubt it was planned. Yeah, to, I don't doubt to that. To do this, but I think now Stafford's made every practice his whole career practically. I think he's missed what one or two. Oh, he's ridiculous. He's always there. Yep. I think I think it may be better. It may be beneficial for him to take that time off and just sit and watch. And he, he's not going to lose anything from it uh, physically, you know. But uh, it might be good to sit back and and then it, I, I, on the other hand, it also has the benefit of the team seeing how much they need this guy. <laughs> and maybe the offensive line will like uh, really realize that we have to protect this guy. And because uh, without him in there, they're not very good. They just I, I don't. I don't know. I think it's going to help him maybe give his mind a rest, give him a little time to slow down and look at the game from a different angle. I don't know. I don't think it's going to hurt him. I think it'll help him. Yeah, maybe they just want to get him some perspective. You know, let him uh, Yeah. Cuz sometimes when you're in the thick of it, you don't you don't you miss the forest through the trees, so maybe they they want him to take a, a broader perspective, sit back and and look at, at all the moving pieces and understand what exactly what's going on with his offense and how it's, you know, working. It's the genius of Patricia, the rocket scientist. <laughs> yes. Man, I, yeah, I, I, I feel you on this. It's just strange. I, yeah, it's very strange. I think it's going to take Stafford out of his rhythm for sure. It's definitely no, something right. he hasn't. Why do you say take, for sure? Because he hasn't, yeah, he hasn't done really it before in, in his preseason prep. It's going to give him a different uh, you know, experience, and I don't know if that's going to be a good or bad thing. Was yet. that his first time not taking any snaps in a preseason game? Because I know I don't remember one. I, I feel like he's always at least played the first series in the first game. Like that was so surprised when we tune in and we got no Stafford at all. I I don't know if that's we're not the even case. for the second preseason game, and Stafford's already out of his rhythm, and he's going to have a horrible season. <laughs> I didn't say he he's out of his rhythm. I Doom said he's I said he's come on. I said he's not in his same normal old rhythm. lions. Oh my god! I am just uh, stating facts here. I'm stating facts. Get, get some more Kool Aid. This is yeah. ridiculous. Definitely need the Kool Aid here. Yeah, you guys. Uh, I do not need to defend myself on this one. Big Z. Why don't you just change the name of this podcast? Uh, he's literally taking blue Kool Aid. He, he literally has not missed a single practice or anything since he's been uh, drafted or whenever. Whenever he got back to being healthy two years after he started playing, and well, now this is the first time he's sitting out of practice. I mean, this is the matter of facts. Well, fortunately, maybe. there's no NFL records for most practices yeah. in a row made, so he's not going to really lose anything there toward his Hall of Fame. Yeah. You know, induction. What, what did uh, Alan Iverson say? It's practice, man. Practice. <laughs> yeah. You're right. talking about practice. Yeah, and if anyone has, I agree. Knows what's up? It's I Alan agree. Iverson. <laughs> AI, baby. But, I mean, honestly, though, maybe that's like a thing. Maybe this will be the, something that will help take his game to another level. It's hard. I would not jump to any reaction that this is a negative thing by any means. And that's all I'm saying. I'm saying this is a new experience, and I'm excited to see whether it's a positive or negative. All of a sudden, he's excited. He sipped the Kool-Aid, guys. We got him. He's back. And he'll be back um, in those joint practices this week against the Texans. You know, I mean, Stafford, he he can sit down. He's like a Jedi, man. He sits there and takes it all in. And then he executes what he needs to. That's fair. That's a fair he limps point. Around. I like that. He limps around with his broken back and everything. He like limps slowly, like Yoda. You know. And the, the no, no, no. Puts bike. words in weird order. No, I think I think he's Luke Skywalker and Patricia is Yoda. Mm. I, 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 do or do not. Yeah, there I is no try. He's Patricia's like Jabba and Yoda's son. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, you just made me spit out my Kool-Aid, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> uh, 
and, and for what it it's worth. And for what it's worth, uh, Stafford did not uh, play in the first preseason game last year. Oh. Boy, was that wrong. Well, there you go. There you go. Wrong again. It's kind of the norm. <laughs> so, anyway. Lines are panic not time is over, then. Um, how about snacks? Do you guys have any worries about snacks? He has yet to practice also in the preseason. Mm. I'm a, I'm a tad, tad worried. Just a tad. He's the like, like go on, a little bit worried. I don't no, know. I'm just, it's just like out of a hundred percent. I'm like, like 6% worried. <laughs> That's pretty intense. So that's low, but are you six percent worried is, about anything else in your life, or is this the only six percent worry you've ever had? I think it's the only one so far. <laughs> I put myself uh, at five percent worried, UJ. I, I only yeah. because of the the lack of knowledge of what's really going on. But my, the reason I'm thinking is that you know a guy like him who is so good, so experienced. You know, he probably needs as little practice as anybody. I mean, obviously, you want to get him into like playing shape and and you know game time shape but at the same time like guys like him who are carrying 300 what 40 plus pounds of weight like every yeah. practice is miles on those legs so i mean those kind of guys i mean it was the same thing with like nada you don't you don't necessarily need those guys practicing every down and every rep or even you know half right. off season practices yeah. they need to go in there Very and just fine. manhandle people hey, what about the opposite side of that where people are saying uh, Slay shouldn't have played. You know, where you're talking about guys who didn't play, and then Slay did play, and then people are saying, oh, well, he's being punished or something like that. Yeah, well, he shouldn't have held out. Damn it. <laughs> no, I, I don't think I anyone don't think sees a, not playing in a preseason like, game as punishment, though. I mean, I don't think it's a big deal. Point. No, it, it's, it's not a big deal. It's. Maybe they're just they just wanted to get him out there for a couple of reps. Maybe maybe he missed some against the in joint practices earlier in the week. I don't I don't know. What, um, but I mean he wasn't out there long, right? A lot of first he played like four played. plays. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not that big a deal. So uh, another player I want to talk about that's been getting a lot of hype in practice, and he continues to make a lot of picks. Uh, all the reporters have been talking about it. We didn't really see it in this game necessarily. Uh, this preseason game. But, I mean, he's also a special teams player as well. He made a couple special teams plays. Um, that's Andrew Adams. We haven't really talked about him, but I think this guy could be a key player uh, as a rotational um, safety and defensive back for Detroit Lions. He continues to be the guy that they want him to be. Like, he, he didn't play – he played, like, over, I think, 250 snaps for the Buccaneers last year and had four picks. I think the Lions had seven picks as a team in total last year, which yeah. is really, really bad. Yuck. So, and this guy continues just to find his way around the ball. And there's some guys like that out there, right, that just have that natural instinct to go after the ball. Yeah. I think we like that out of Tracy Walker. And I think Andrew Adams can be a guy that makes a couple of big plays for the Lions this year, like game-changing type plays. Yeah, it just adds that depth to that safety position, man. We could have one of the strongest safety positions in the NFL this year. I mean, I don't know about our high end because guys like Walker still have to continue to prove it and develop. And Diggs, you know, obviously he's he's looking more set to you know really explode. But he we don't have like you know we don't have our Glover Quinn who's like that proven just like superstar safety anymore. But I mean the potential and the depth in this safety group when you add a guy like Adams who can come in there in different packages and just be like a I don't know center fielder go out there and find the ball. Ah, yeah, that's exciting to see him doing well in his transition yeah. to being a lion. Yeah, I think you're both right. I, you know, I think Patricia's looking for playmakers. Even as good as our defense was last year, uh, in the second half of the season, we didn't really do a lot of, like you say, big plays. You know, uh, turnover type interceptions. I mean, we need more of that, and I think Patricia's looking for a little more of that. Yeah, it'll help if our offense can do anything too to help them out. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I, I know they've been working on a lot of drills for those turnovers, so they, I'm sure they're going to be working on that leading up to the season, working on those numbers. Yeah, isn't it weird though? I, every time I hear about like you watch teams where who like make are like really good at punching the ball out or getting turnovers, they work on it. 
What are the other teams doing? Are they just like, uh, we don't really want turnovers, so we're just not going to work on it? Or, like, you know, if we get them, that's great. We're going to work on other stuff. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Maybe it's just that the teams that get them, they get that comment. I don't know. But, uh, you know, hearing these things is encouraging. Yeah, I don't know. To think that point of emphasis, I guess. Right. Yeah. Well, considering how important turnovers are, you'd think that'd be like everyone's. <laughs> but I don't know. Yeah. But I yeah, I just wanted to point out Andrew Adams, uh, just the guy. Don't forget about him, type player. If as he'll he'll pop up when um you might uh, least expect it, or maybe you will be expecting it. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. I do see type thing. So uh, just some other notes of guys who continues uh, to have not practiced. Well, actually, first up, they Trey Flowers is practicing now, so that's exciting. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's good. Real baby steps going on here in camp, just getting the guy I, into practice. God, I can't wait to see that guy in the field as a lion. I'm, oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm pumped about that, too. Uh, it's, it, I mean, him, Snacks. Mike Daniels. Oh, oh, my goodness. What additions. Oh. What additions. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, other guys not practicing. Uh, Tom Savage, Tyrell Crosby. Uh, Tyrell Crosby, we were high on, I think, going into camp. He is. He has not like, been performing too yeah, well. Yeah, stock down maybe there. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got neck whiplash from that guy that ran around him <laughs> so quickly. <laughs> Another guy, apparently, yeah. that's... Like a parking cone out there is the Leonard Pope, uh, the undrafted free agent that we gave. Hey, like, don't just parking cones like that. <laughs> apparently, apparently yeah. he is not performing too well, but he might still make the roster just because of how much they paid him. Uh, I'm not so sure. No, what no they way. Saw in him, to be honest with you. He better show something else. Yeah. I, 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 if we're taking up the Patriots' way, there's no way guys are making the roster based on what they paid him. I mean, that's. He better show up or else he's not making the team. I, I mean, that's, in my mind, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is a reasoning, but I think that's the wrong kind of reasoning. You you take the best guys. You don't take guys because you made a deal with them earlier. I think at best that guy's practice squad. That's it. Yeah, let him develop. He's got the he's got that freakish yeah. build and stuff. Let him turn to something maybe. But if he makes the team because they gave him a decent undrafted free agent contract, I don't know. That'd be disappointing. Yeah, I think it was his size and stuff is why, you know, he was intriguing, but it's not showing up on the field. No. No. Obviously. Yeah, he's no Bo Benchwile. So, you know. <laughs> Where are you, Jay? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Other guys still not practicing. Uh, Deshaun Hand, uh, who finally got the brace off his arm, apparently. So oh, that's encouraging. Um, hopefully he's making progress there. Yeah, he shouldn't need too much more practice to get back in track. Uh, Mike Daniels is still not practice yet. Uh, Austin Bryant still out. Mike cool. Daniels is supposed to be back soon, though, at the, or, uh, on the field soon, I think. Yeah, I, I think he should. I mean, there's nothing wrong with him. It's a, a conditioning thing, I guess. Yeah, doing their due diligence to make sure yeah. he's ready to go. And, I mean, these uh, guys are veterans like Snacks. The, they've been yeah. through the ringer eight, nine time, times already. They know yeah, what they need to do to get their bodies bowler. ready. Yeah. yeah, you got to be smart with these guys. I mean, we need these guys. and Yeah, be smart with them. A guy that I, I think no the problem. Lions are trying to be smart with is uh, Gerard Davis. Uh, considering he is a guy that doesn't really miss practice a lot, he hasn't practiced in about a week and a half, two weeks. So him and staff are both weird like that, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must be a new thing they're trying. So, I mean, hopefully everything's okay there and there's being extremely cautious, which I think is the case. Yeah, it sucks when you lose guys yeah. just to, like, refining your skill. <laughs> like, when you're just practicing, just refining your skills, and these guys go down. That's just, like, so painful to the organization. Everyone, like, fans and team, it's just like, oh, man. It's like one thing to lose yourself in a game, but when you're just trying to get better and you get hurt, it's so frustrating. I mean, I, obviously you have to practice somewhat, but when they must have a confidence that Davis knows what he's doing. Then I mean, that's – at least that's the only thing you could think if they're voluntarily holding them out for other, you know. Yep. Healthy. And then the last guy that um, has been out of practice for about two and a half weeks now is a guy that was having a good camp, uh, Tease Tabor. So yeah. I don't know when he'll be back either. I 
I hate these. Uh, these they're so undisclosed. These injuries, especially yeah. in training camp, you have no idea. Is he injured though? Right. Is he listed as injured? Yes, he is. Listed oh, well, that's injured. different too. So I mean, uh, yeah, I know that's he was injured. that's like the big thing right now is our defense is just like depleted with injuries. Like we're so banged up already. It's so frustrating. Hopefully, we just get like. At least a semblance of a complete lineup by the start of camp of the season, right? Like, obviously, snacks and hand and now tease. There's so many guys. Are, what? What? Did any starter start that game on the D line? I mean, hey, drink some more Kool Aid, there. No, uh, no, Red Dog. Uh, it's not a Kool Aid thing. I mean, I'm not. I'm just saying. Like, I hope these guys get healthy so we have a starting lineup on our D line. You know, come the start of the yeah. season. That's all. Um, yeah, I know. I know what you mean, but I, I think I think they're doing the right thing the way they're playing this, and then I think these guys will be healthy when the season starts. Yeah, if only we had like a hard knocks, we to know a little yeah. more about what's going on on this team. <laughs> <laughs> and hard knocks was uh, they had their first episode this week, and it was. I mean, I found it entertaining. The Raiders. I haven't seen it yet. They got it recorded. Uh, but, uh, I probably won't watch it because it's not the Lions. I was reading some uh, websites, and this guy, Ryan Russell from Sideline, I don't know if you've ever read that. Uh, yeah, he's pretty know, good. He wrote an article uh, basically giving Stafford some love and uh, telling people, you know, that we should really appreciate what Stafford's done for this team and that he's by far and away the best quarterback this team has ever had. Oh, I don't, um, I don't think that's and, a question. And basically saying that, to if you look people. at it honestly, like I know a lot of these fans say, oh, he hasn't won playoff games and all that stuff. But if you look at really honestly, he, he's he's had hasn't had much around him all these years. And anyway, I, just to make a long story short, though, he thinks this year Stafford will be in the hunt for the MVP, and the Lions mm. will make the playoffs, and oh. the Lions will will win a playoff game. Oh this yes, year. tell me so, more, UJ. I got all excited when I read this. I, I like this guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I like you. Do we, do we just yeah, become no, best he, friends? He obviously drinks blue Kool Aid, so yeah, he's yeah. that kind of guy. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So shout out to you, Mister Russell. Oh, that's <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to, we'll have to, we'll have to post that article on uh on our social media. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll find that. Do that. Um, yeah. So there, there was one more uh, topic I want to bring up as we wrap up the podcast here for this week, and that that was uh, it's it's been a point of controversy for the NFL, especially with Antonio Brown kind of bringing it to light, and Tom Brady as well. The new the helmet rule in the NFL. There's there the new after ten years you have you can't use a helmet. So if the helmet model is ten years or older, then you can no longer use that helmet. So Tom Brady, the helmet he wore in the last four Super Bowls, he can no longer wear. Antonio Brown was threatening retirement for about two days because he couldn't wear a certain helmet, and he uh, was going to try to file a lawsuit against the NFL, but it got turned down as well. Uh, do you guys think these players should wear the helmets they want to wear, or do you agree with the NFL that they need to wear these new helmets that are apparently have Just sign a waiver. Regulations? I think if you sign a waiver, you can take whatever kind of risks you want. I mean, I guess, I don't know, That's maybe there's a weird too. thing like of property rights and how much they bring to the game, but I think if you want to take a risk with an old, outdated helmet, I mean, it worked then. Why, you know, whatever, but... Look, in this litigious society that we live in now, it's just not going to happen, okay? They're, they're going to they're gonna play to the highest standards, and they're going to have rules about safety equipment. They're going to try to keep the highest standards, and the NFL is going to stick to it, and the players are never going to win this argument. And the players are so, to blame in part yeah. when they leave the league and then sue because they got brain damage. I mean, you know, I mean, if you didn't know what you were signing up for when you joined the NFL, the, one, the most violent game in existence, then, you know, that's your fault, <laughs> if you ask me. Yeah, and Antonio Brown... He lost his appeal and, and he's going to play, so he's not retiring. No, I don't think it's <laughs> such an empty. Yeah, yeah. such a man I of conviction. They have to, <laughs> you know, they have to try to get player safety as much as they can, and have to have certified helmets. And I mean, it's irritating if you're a player and you're used to that, but everyone adjusts. I mean, Brady's using the new helmet now, and 
They need to drop yeah, their superstition. So it's all equal. You know, everyone has to play by the same rules. I think it's that big of a deal. I agree. Yeah. Agree, Bob. They need to stop being so superstitious. I mean, I think they should be able to use their old helmet, like Rod Dog is saying. Uh, you know, it's it's at their own risk. Maybe they sign a waiver or something of that nature. I don't. I mean, th- like you know the risks of playing the game. Uh, if you want to use an older helmet, that could possibly cause you more injury. I, I you know. What if you want a leather helmet? <laughs> yeah. I mean, if they That's want it, I guess go for it. But <laughs> actually, I, mean, I, I, I want to bring. Did you have you guys ever seen the movie School Ties? I just watched it recently. That's a big negative. Yes, I have seen that. They, the- yeah, they have like the old school helmets on in that game, and the the football scenes are kind of hilarious. <laughs> Seeing Brendan Fraser try to throw the football of uh, like forty yards is pretty funny. Yeah. And in that scene, like they have, the, they had these leather helmets, and when they go to tackle each other, everybody like slows down really slowly to tackle each other. And uh, if you yeah. th- just go to, I'm sure you can YouTube school ties football scene. Be the best way to laugh. get be the best way to get rid of concussions. <laughs> hey, the three students had a great football scene too with leather helmets. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen that one, but I have not. <laughs> well, you heard. Uh... Mike Ditka before had a, had a theory about going back to the leather helmets would reduce concussions because people wouldn't be using their head as a weapon. So, I don't know. Yeah, then you're just going to get, sh- like, stiff shoulders to the face. <laughs> yeah. It, they'd have to take away shoulder pads, too, I think, or, like, really reduce them. But, like, I, too bad they just invented concussions, right, UJ? Like, back in your day, they didn't even have them, I heard. No, they didn't exist back in my day. We were lucky. <laughs> We got a bell wrong and stuff like that, but we never had concussions, so it was great. Yeah. If you're born, like, this year, you automatically get a concussion and a peanut allergy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Just so soft. So soft. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that's going to do it um, for this episode. Hold on, Big Z. We forgot one major highlight of the game. When oh, yeah, the Lions yeah. got in the end zone, the <laughs> what, one play. What do you one... mean, Rod Dog? They didn't get an end zone. Oh, you didn't see number 20 out there? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. <laughs> about the fan that got ran on the field? Yeah. I mean, yeah, so the saying is that the, the Lions didn't get in the end zone this game, but the one guy that did was a fan wearing a Barry Sanders jersey <laughs> that got tackled in the end zone by the security. <laughs> That's dedication. <laughs> He just couldn't bear it, you know, our lack of <laughs> presence in the end zone. <laughs> That's respect. Uh, and I think, what was the last episode or two episodes ago, we talked about a guy getting a tattoo on his head. Maybe this is a guy that's a candidate for that. Yeah. Who, lion's tattoo yeah. on his head. If maybe Probably. Barry will sign his head or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, all right. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid. We are back. The pre- preseason game is over. Football is back. What? Have we heard that phrase yeah. yet this season? <laughs> Life is good. Life. You're going to hear football is back every preseason game. You're going to hear when high school starts. You're going to hear when college starts. And you're going to hear when the NFL starts. When the Super Bowl's happening. Yeah, yeah, when yeah. the Lions are in it. <laughs> and then when it's gone, we'll cry a little bit. Uh, but, uh, I mean, we're, we're back from our trip. We're ready and rearing to go for this Lions season. The season is less than a month away, the the first regular season game. Oh, man. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, baby. So pumped. Um, So the Lions' next preseason game is August 17th. Um, That's at Houston, uh, 7 o'clock start. That's central time, so 8 o'clock Eastern. Uh. So we'll we'll be on that as well, and we'll have all our uh, comments, reactions, and things of that nature. I to hope that we game. lose that one too. You know, I feel like the preseason games are great to lose. <laughs> I think Lions fans especially have that mentality because of the own sixteen season where we won preseason we champ, preseason champs four zero, and that never won a game after that. Right, <laughs> all the rest of the season. If that doesn't highlight the futility of using the preseason as a, a, a gauge for the regular season, I don't know what does. <sighs> yes. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, we want to thank everybody for listening. Again, fo- please 
Follow us on Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid or on Twitter at DTKB underscore Lions Pod. Por que no dos? Uh, yes. You know, we will start trying to post in there. We'll get that article up for you that UJ mentioned of the reporter drinking the blue Kool Aid as well on Stafford and the Lions. Um, but we just want to thank everybody for listening. If you like what you hear, please subscribe, please share, please leave a review on iTunes, um, or wherever you get your podcasts and just hit us up on social media. Let us know if you have questions. We'll try to answer them on here and maybe, you know, we can get you to come on the podcast as well. Who knows? Ooh. So, uh, yeah. Make you famous. Yeah. We're just really excited. This is the Lions Super Bowl season. Uh, Again, like you just said, don't read too much into this game. But what game? Last but not least, as always, go, go Lions! Lions! Woo! Woo! I love you guys. Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock. Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory. Big money at Menards. Let the fresh air in and keep the bugs out with replacement screen for your doors and windows from AdForce. It's easy to install, durable against the elements, and comes in a variety of types to suit your needs. Repair your screens today with a roll of replacement screen on sale through May 5th. And check out more great deals happening now in our weekly flyer on Menards.com. Save big money.